0: Greetings, everybody. This is Julian Bray, and I'm going to add another piece to uh, this podcast. haven't been too many episodes lately, quite simply because the situation has been so confusing that, really, nobody has had too much to say. And if you say something, then the government's changed everything, and uh, we have to start all over again. But starting all over again seems to be the way forward because what is happening now is that uh, the government is suggesting we might be on the way out of the ping-demic, as it's been called. This is this rogue application that you put on your smartphone and, of course, uh, it will ping if you've been exposed to somebody with the COVID symptoms Trouble is, of course, it's gone pretty mad. And remember the billions they put into this, and it's never really been properly tested. So looking at that, uh, you really wonder whether people should ping or should be on the app. Personally, I prefer taking a daily temperature reading. And uh, if uh, you you can buy little temperature gauges, you just hold up. Uh, they're about £14 pounds from Amazon. And uh, you just press, press the trigger and it gives you a reading immediately. So you know whether you're running a temperature, which of course is one of the signs of COVID-19. Now, I'm quite convinced, and I've said this all along and I've been shouted down sometimes, but I'm convinced this pandemic, this world pandemic, is here for a good few more years. In fact, it might be here for another decade or so in some form or another. The problem, of course, you've got the variants coming along, and this creates a whole new set of circumstances And then we have the usual winter ails, such as uh, the flu, winter flu and things like that, norovirus, that'll all be coming along. And so the problem is you'll have this in the background, then you'll have these additional things coming along, and uh, it's not going to be a very happy winter. So that is why they're trying to get everybody vaccinated now, but even so, people, some people are saying, well, no, we don't want the vaccination, which, quite frankly, is crazy. Um, I've got the Pfizer, I've got two jabs of the Pfizer variant, and uh, so I'm quite happy with that. It didn't hurt. In fact, it was very, very quick. And um, really, unless you've uh, had other form of injections, I would say this is right at the top of the scale for not hurting. Just a little prick, as they say, and take that any way you like. So I would advise you to get the jab if you haven't got it. And if you know somebody that hasn't got it, get them to have the jab as well. Because uh, what's the alternative? You die. It's as simple as that. So... And where were we? And so um, we had a little break there just because I'm wondering what's happening with uh, my own app here. But uh, they've changed it around a bit since we last did one of these. So here we are. We're back again. So that deals with the the jab. Now, let us get back to aviation. What is happening here? Because um, I see that you've got to have the approval on your smartphone. However, there is another way. If you dial up the NHS on their one-to-one number and then ask for a letter, within three weeks you will get a letter. Now, this has to be a better idea than having something on your smartphone because there are still countries that will not accept... uh, the smartphone application. They need to see a hard copy of something. So have a look at the government website, uh, gov. And have a look and see if uh, you can find your way to getting a letter. Uh, so that is what you want. And I think that'd be the best way of doing it. But having said that, there I can see there are problems with this traffic light system we had. Traffic lights are quite simply they're red, amber, green. However, we now have amber plus, and the government isn't following the sequence of a traffic light, and so uh, it could well be when you're on holiday suddenly they will change the the rules. And you'll therefore be liable for uh, 10 days quarantine or even worse, quarantine in a hotel which you have to pay for and which considerably adds to the cost of your holiday. I'm telling anybody who's thinking of going on holiday this year, say a family of four, then you need to have at least £3,000 money available somewhere if you have to come back. And you have to uh, quarantine in a hotel. These hotel stays are not cheap. And frankly, it is more like a prison. Uh, the catering is diabolical. It's uh, prepackaged rubbish served on a tray by uh, people in the hazmat suits. And really, you don't want to get into that. So if you're thinking of going abroad this year, frankly, I would forget it and think about next year. So... That is my thought on that. Cruises. Now, as anybody who listens to these podcasts knows, I like to go on cruises. I'll try and go on two or three a year, and uh, I quite often lecture on cruise ships, but not now. It's, it's totally stopped. Uh, yes, there are the staycation round Britain um, ships that are going round, but frankly, it isn't really cruising. Uh, it is a taste of cruising if you like and really you won't find the service and the attention that you got before it's very much arm's length Uh, the buffets are no longer buffets Uh, they are handed to you Uh, so it's a bit like school dinners so treat it all with a great deal of caution no matter what your travel agent says I would still recommend that you do not do anything this year. Somebody helpfully reminded me. Hi, it's Julian Bray back again. Reminded me that it's nearly a year since I put something on this podcast. And it's not that I haven't been wanting to put something on the podcast. But every time I've decided I'm going to do it, then the government has changed the whole rigmarole of the traffic lights, uh, where you can go and so on. I see currently that Madeira is on the green list. Uh, It is part of Portugal. Portugal, of course, still being on the amber list. Uh, But Madeira is a lovely place to go to. So uh, I would throw that one in if, if you can get over there especially good at New Year's because they'll have all the fireworks up and running, we hope. Just hopefully you can actually get a a, a flight there and back. But having said that, uh, what is happening? Because really it is... Confusion. If you talk to a travel agent, they'll say, yes, we have all these wonderful things. We'll take your money and uh, here's the holiday. And if anything goes wrong, then don't worry, we will uh, give you a voucher or refund it. Now, I don't understand this because if they say they're going to refund the money, that's fair enough. By European law, and of course we're out of Europe, um, it's supposed to be within two weeks, 14 days. Very few operators will give you back money that's in their bank account to your bank account within 14 days. The travel agent will say, well, we first of all have to get it from the travel operator because we just act as an agent for them and pass the money over to them. Uh, Where, of course, uh, your contract ideally should be with the travel agent uh, because you handed the money to them. So the travel agent should hand the money back to you. So uh, lawyers will argue about this, but quite frankly, my thought on it is that unless you're going almost immediately, uh, there is no point in handing over money to travel agents. At the moment, I would leave it for a good year. I would leave the money in your your bank account or a savings account, if there are still savings accounts around, but it is safer in your bank account than in theirs and if you are going to pay remember do use a valid credit card to do the transaction because then if it goes wrong you can go after the credit card company because they are joined in with the tour operator and the travel agent and everybody else and so you can get your money back that way Um, it's called section 75 of the Consumer Credit Act, Section 75, Consumer Credit Act. So remember that and uh, always use a valid credit card. Never, never, never cash. i repeat, never cash. Right, hopefully that message is through and is now implanted on everybody's brain. But you'd be surprised the number of people that go in with cash and say, there we are. So don't do it, please. But, as I say, this year has to be a no-no. There are lots of things going on. There's Ducks has just had its, uh, its air show. And although the weather was a bit strange, the low cloud base, everybody had a good time. Numbers were quite impressive. And uh, the flying display was good. So that's excellent. I hear that um, Andrew Lloyd Webber's Cinderella is possibly... Going to open uh they're talking about the middle of August now um he tried to open and anyway, it was closed down. The theatres are trying to open, but take it slowly uh because remember that although the theatres might be opening the everything else you want, like the restaurants and things like that, might not be ready for you. so plan ahead is what I'm saying, and be quite selfish about it because it is your money, it's your enjoyment. Um, you are not going out to put money into restaurateurs' pockets. You're going out to have a good time, and so make sure it suits you rather than them. Be selfish about it, is what I'm trying to say. But at the same time, uh, if you do book somewhere and you have to cancel, please let them know well in advance so they can possibly offer uh, the slot to somebody else because there's nothing worse than no-shows and that's the quickest way to get uh, hospitality venues closed down uh, or go out of business uh, because they're not very happy bunnies at the moment. Also of course uh, the staff are being constantly pinged and so they're having to self isolate so that's another worry they've got to contend with but generally uh, looking at the way things are going there are a few bonus issues around, quite interesting. The cost of houses is shooting up. Um, should be about 12% this year, according to a nationwide survey. Uh, but, of course, if you're moving, then, of course, you will have to pay that increase somewhere else. However, if you've been left a legacy or whatever, then uh, there might be a little uh, nest egg in it for some people, And, of course, at the moment, there is no stamp duty, although that will change in a couple of months' time. And so I think it's up to 250,000. It's stamp duty-free at the moment. So if you are thinking of moving, then that would be a good idea to do it.